Yeah, I've got, let me, let me adjust some lighting in here really quick, just so it's a little more, you know, lit, if you will. Lit, yeah. Yeah, which one's which. Sick. Thanks for having me on again, man. Dude, thank you for being here. Are you kidding? <laughs> Happy to be. Were you on the fences the other day? Yes. I've got to check that out. He, he's obviously yeah. the one. She's great. I've got to check that. Is that one up yet? It's up. Yeah, I just put that up uh, a few days ago. He's. It was our. It was like our best one, I think. You know. I got to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Check it out. It, it was. Uh, he's so smart, man. He's just so great to talk to. He's so full of fucking knowledge. <laughs> yeah. I got to I got a guy. We're, I know. We're always like messaging and stuff. I've I've got to link in with him. Anyway, I don't want to say too much before we start recording. I don't want to waste any good combo. Yeah, no, no, it's all good. Let me know. What I'm, you a, want to do. I'm already recording. I just oh wow, this is already fun. I, I hit record. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I don't I don't like to miss anything. There's there been times I am in the studio too. That's smart. Nice. There's been times where um, I call someone in. We'd be talking. I didn't hit record yet. I'm like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. And you can't do it again. It's like it's unnatural. It doesn't work. It's the energy, you know? Uh, yeah. So what are you drinking? Tapo Chico with ice. This is my first Tapo Chico ever. Cheers, first of all. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Amazing. Well done. I have the same um, one right now. I've also I, got coffee. Nice. Starbucks. I've got, uh, where is it? I've got part one of a five-hour energy. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably finish two more today. Those things work, man. They work. Um, so my wife took a little sip because she never tried it. Yeah. So it was a little missing, but this is my first sip ever. What so, do you think? I, this is my first sip ever. Let's let's see. Oh, okay, now. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. It's like spicy, right? It's amazing. It's great, right? Wait, what? <laughs> the, the, the thing, the little kicker, I don't have it. You got to add, if you, up to you, but lemon or lime juice. Okay. I can see that. I can definitely yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, I, this is... This is good stuff, man. Definitely. That's like my alternative. I, I you know, was enjoying a, um, a beverage too much. Pre no, you're not, not like I wasn't doing anything bad, but I was just like, you know, I yeah. probably shouldn't drink anymore. Tapo Chico's, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, you can make as many as you want. You can still be coherent. They taste good. Absolutely. You know, oh, so you joined the bandwagon too. You're, you're not drinking anything. No, I'm good. I, I, you know, it wasn't, nothing tragic happened, thankfully. No, but I understand. Yeah, I get it. Well, I was just, <laughs> I was just. You know, I was like, dude, this year's been a uh, fast. Let's, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Same thing yeah. for me, man. I, uh, I stopped doing anything that, you know, I'll take a couple puffs off some, you know, THC pipe now every now and then, but I that's, it. but that's it, man. I like stop everything else. No drinking, no, no nothing. Nice. How long? Um, it's been, well, for, I haven't really drank in a while. I mean, I had a beer here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I, what, once it, like, like you said, I really didn't have a problem. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to eliminate it. It was unnecessary. I respect to that. You and know, I feel so much better without any of it. Yeah. Same. Dude. I mean, like I said, it's like, you know, you just, it, it's easy to fall into that habit, especially when you're working at it. It is fun. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. it brings a different energy, you know? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and it's fun. You know, I, one of my favorite things to do is like, you know, mix records or record, you know, when appropriate, of course and have a drink with the artist if it made sense, if it was a friend of mine or whatever, and it was nice, you know? But, you know, when you start mixing by yourself in quarantine, it's like, yo, you're, you're literally drinking by yourself, so you should probably stop. <laughs> yeah, you know? we were, uh, Chris and I were talking the other day actually about this, because he's like, at this point, he's going on 100 days sober. Amazing, yeah, yeah. And, uh, 
you know, it changes just the way he writes music or records music or, <laughs> or um, you know, he does things that he normally wouldn't even think of. You yeah. Know? It just completely changes your mind. And Definitely. it completely changes your mind the other way too. But I guess it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. you know, a shout out fences though. I mean, that dude. Yeah. I mean, he's so nice. Like you know, I'd love to work with him musically, but it's funny. We always get in the text and just chat, and like, he's just a nice guy. He's you know? a fucking great guy. And it's funny you said that because we were actually talking about you on the show the other day. You'll hear yeah. That. Yeah, we were talking about you. We were like, this guy's so talented, and like, he should be a dick. <laughs> that's fucking funny you guys like, are so funny. like you should be like huge ego like don't fucking talk to me you know no but you're not you're the complete opposite and we love you <laughs> you know that that means a lot to me i just feel like you know for me there's definitely a reason why you know i, I mean i i don't know I, that's just the nicest thing to tell anybody you know i just i just want to i'm making music you know what i mean I, at yeah. the end of the day i'm i'm providing a service for somebody so i'm not there's no room to be an asshole you know what i mean or i even, know but there's so many of them you know and you're not one of them and that's you know you all it takes great. is you know one time you meet somebody you look up to or thought would be a certain way and they you know, it kind of breaks your heart and you're like well i never want to be like that you know what i mean so right right and you, you know in this business you do from time to time meet some people that have the potential to disappoint you in that way and it's like you know just try to not be an asshole you know so i appreciate yeah. Thank you. Of course, man. Of course. So, so how are you? How you doing? Good. You know, since last time we yeah. talked, it feels like eons ago, but I'm good, man. It's been, yeah. I've been busy, thankfully, you know, again, thankful to be busy. Things have changed a little bit, you know, obviously back home in, in Southern California, which is really nice, you know, definitely enjoying that. Um, been, you know, just working away, working on a bunch of various different projects, you know, um, you know, 24 karat golden and Ian Dior doing a lot of their live streaming stuff. You know, yeah. That's kind of like, um, more recently, that's kind of been a, a time consuming project I've really enjoyed, um, you know, designing playback sets for them. To, so when we do, cause you know, there's no live shows right now, it's kind of being supplemented by, um, streaming performances, which is cool. At least there's that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'll design the playback sets for it and, you know, usually mix, I mix all of Ian's stuff and then some of the 24 sets and stuff. And it's been a lot of fun, man. It's really cool. Yeah. You know, I was, I was cruising through your Instagram a little bit and I saw that, um, 24 karat golden, uh, yeah. was on Ellen and Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. uh, just late, you know, tail end of last year. Yeah. Um, you were involved in that, right? Yeah. Myself and our studio manager, Danielle Engen, uh, we were extremely close together. I mentioned her last time uh, we audio produced it and, you know, she hired, uh, we just worked together. She hired, helped hire the audio, like the, the team that would do like um, basically front of house for the situation. And I, you know, mixed it and we had a recording team there just to kind of capture all the inputs and, you know, I mixed both shows and we, we team worked that one together and, you know, so was that done virtually or in the studio? No, that was that was done on set. There was two sets. Set. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you I'm sure you've seen it. The um since you mentioned it, um there was a full band, so it was like they wow. they would play. So we recorded both sets, and it was in a warehouse, like I said. So they'd move from one side then to the other side, and there were two different sets, like I said. And you know, then after the fact, mixed it all and sent it out, and it was a lot of fun. You know, it was really yeah. cool um did you get to meet ellen <laughs> no i didn't no 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 i was uh, hoping, you know but i did herniate a disc in my back so that was fun yeah so, yeah it was good <laughs> you know, lifting drum kits is a little different nowadays apparently. oh yeah man yeah no i hear you on that man i'm okay. very careful very careful when i pick things yeah. up now at the uh you know i'm 39 so yeah i'm 31 i'm <laughs> catching up you know i'll be yeah. there soon no you 
It's, <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> it's worse. It's worse, man. Ten, ten, add another 10 years to it. I mean, uh, Top of Chico. Top of Chico. <laughs> um, so you're working on a lot of projects. That's great. Where are you now? Orange County. You know, that's where I live now. Orange so County. just a little bit east of Newport Beach and Irvine, um, which is really nice here. It's kind of a normal vibe. Do you know what I mean? I, I feel like, you know, in a world that's so wild, I mean, sh with the pandemic and everything, and then mm. obviously the music industry is very exciting, just kind of like a place of pseudo normalcy. You know, yeah. I mean, it feels, feels like suburbia, right? You know what I mean? And I, you know, I'm in my mix mix room here at the house, and yeah. you know, fortunate enough to have a place to work um, where I can get you know the same results anywhere else. You know, which is very nice to have this space. And you know, I obviously still go to the studio a lot, but it's you know, just being able to work. Got to do right. it wherever I am. I want to be able to have a place to work. So out here in Orange County, trying to enjoy life and be productive and, and help somebody out in some way. Yeah. You know, um, I have a lot of musicians on the show yeah. and, you know, we talk about this all the time. Like these people, they miss touring, you know, yeah. it's obviously a big part of their life and Definitely. not only, you know, financially, but like, it's still, it's everything to them. It's an emotional know? thing, man. It's an emotional process. And, yeah. And they, so they can't do it right now and it, it yeah. fucking bites and, yep. um, but you must be busy because yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the I'm opposite side of. Of, yeah. of touring you know what i mean yeah i'm very fortunate man I've, I've i've just every day i wake up i know it sounds cheesy and weird but like i'll have little little glimpses of of little things that are almost like you know little lessons that i've learned from different corners of the musical universe that have helped me kind of have this arsenal of of experiences to draw from there's plenty more ahead i'm sure that you know that i'll get i hope you know every day is a learning experience but you know just to get me this far it's like you know I started off touring in punk bands and stuff. I started touring off, you know, and, and doing warp tour and stuff. And, you know, and those moments of, of learning how to like handle yourself and, you know, say something, mean it and stick to it and follow through with something that's not the most certain thing in the world. I mean, that's, that's one of the most valuable lessons, you know, and having faith in what you're doing. That's where that comes from for me is like, you know, the ultimate faith in, in the task at hand and in, in the, the process and in just, just trusting your gut, you know what I mean? That, that's what yeah. for me, you know? And then also trusting your friends and also, you know, realizing it's it's almost like a team sport, you know? Right. So it's, you, you have to count on people and it's like, you know, learning how to trust other people and, you know, how to, I mean, I, mean, I learned so much from that. I'm so thankful, you know, so thankful. Absolutely, yeah. You know, um, I've been to every warp Tour. I mean, it's over now, but yeah. <clears throat> I've been to every warp Tour from like 96 to like just a couple of years ago. No way. I got to show you this. What we know done your story. Yeah. Well, really not a story. I was actually going to ask you, um, what bands did you tour with? I toured with a shipwreck of castaway. Okay. And Traveler. A shipwreck of castaway was my band from Riverside. That's your band. That's right. I remember that. We did the tour in 2011. We played acoustic, um, because some of our band members, uh, you know, couldn't make it to, they just, it didn't make sense in their life. I think they were respectfully, I'll say this a little bit afraid to take the jump and test their parachute and kind of, you know, really, um, go for it, you know, but the three of us, myself, you know, Robbie, our drummer and Jake, uh, the singer, we went and we did like acoustic performances and stuff and we worked for bridge nine and that was really cool. So we would work the bridge nine tent during the daytime, play acoustic. And, you know, it was awesome. You know, yeah. so we were on the tour, we were with the tour, we were working closely with, you ever heard of the band Defeater? Uh, yes. The drummer at the time, Andy Wright's one of my favorite drummers of all time. That sounds crazy, but he's like a, a crazy, I mean, he's like a jazz drummer, but he is one of the, 
his, his pocket is incredible. Um, he owns Green Vans or he's a partner in Green Vans. And he was like working out a deal with Cody from our record label, Inc. Ready for, he's like, you know, have these boys, they can go on the tour if they drive one of the vans essentially. And like, you know, I'll hook them up with Bridge Nine, they'll work at Bridge Nine and like, you know, they can play acoustic and stuff. And it was like this whole like little finesse, but it was awesome. And like, that was one of the longest two and a half months of my life, you know? Yeah. So, but it yeah. was awesome. Um, so does Randall's Island ring any bells? Uh, Nate, familiar, I think so, yeah. It's it's uh, right outside of Manhattan. Uh, that's where the Warped Tour used to always be hosted. Okay. Uh, it's just a big fucking ball of dirt. <laughs> it's just, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's two. There's two shows where it was like super dirty. It was that one, and then on the yeah. east, I think it was like or west coast. It was Arizona was really nasty, and they had to like drive the trucks around and spray the the dirt down and everything. Yes, and we had uh, we were wearing the masks way before the pandemic. You know what I mean? Well, it's cool. You just you had a bandana over your face because all you did was breathe in fucking dirt. Yeah, definitely. Um, so they actually moved it to uh, Jones Beach parking lot. Nice. What, Jones Beach out here. What's that? What year did they move that in? Do you know? Um, I want to say, I want to say like around 2010, I think. Okay, they, cool. so they, we just missed it then. We were 2011. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't see that one, but you know, it's funny. I was going to show you this. I've got one of the, yeah. one of the, the Kevin says stage. It was that Kevin Lyman's like, uh, stage or whatever i got like the banner from graveler still i put on my wall no that's awesome really when we did it in 2015 we only did like a week and a half but it was really cool it was a lot of fun and you know it was it was just fun it was yeah. a lot of fun. yeah and then after that i went to work in the studio full-time so it was like my last like tour yeah of that so, type. yeah man that was uh i used to love going to concerts man i mean yeah. i haven't been to one obviously this year but i haven't yeah. been to like <laughs> I haven't been to one like a like a real good one in a long time. Um, yeah. I don't know. I guess you get older and it just kind of it stops. But I'm weird in that way too. You know, it's funny. Like I, I never went to show. Maybe this this is the part where I become a dick. Um, I never <laughs> yeah. went to show. I always feel so weird. I'd always feel really out of place. I'd want to be playing, and I don't mean that in like an egotistical way. But I'd always want to be like I just get the urge so bad. You know, I was like, oh, I want to play. You know, it's hard to watch. But there's definitely yeah. some bands that like you know I would like to see. You know, when we were on the, you know, out last time with the tour, um, we were in a hotel cutting some vocals and right outside there was like the Toyota Center and it, the Eagles had just played there that night. And this was like an off night for us. And I was like, man, that would have been cool to go see the Eagles, you know? Yeah. But we didn't. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We have a really, I don't know if you're familiar with Jones Beach. It's um, it's a concert venue out here on Long Island mm -hmm. and it's literally on the water. It's just a, it's a, it's a fairly small stadium and it's right on the, on the, on the water. It's it's the best place to see a show. Um, I feel like we saw that. I, I, yeah. I, I, there's like the amphitheater right there on the water, right? Right, right on the water. Like the stage is pretty much in the water. <laughs> I've definitely been there. Definitely, yeah. it, it was very hot there too. It was yeah, very, very hot. yeah. Uh, that's a play, great place to go. We had tickets this year, but obviously they got postponed. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens this year, but I don't see it happening too I soon. I know. But I miss it. Everyone misses it. But yeah. it'll be back. But I hope so. You know how it goes. Um, so yeah, right now you're in your mix room, right? Just hanging out at home in my mix room. Absolutely. Awesome, man. So can you give us a little tour? <laughs> I have a laptop, you know? Oh, okay. That could be, yeah. Let me see. All right. Let me see. So I've got my little desk here. It's just like usually anybody else's. I've got way too many care cases up there. But that's because I had to bring my Genelex to the studio. So they're not here. Shout out Genelec. 
Love those speakers. Yeah. Uh, guitar vault with some guitars. I don't know if you can see them. I can pull some of those out for you. Oh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Little 5150 with a 212 and a bunch of trinkets all over it. And my old Marshall head. I've got a bunch of cabs at my mom's house that I've got to grab. I just kind of leave those there. Um, that's pretty much it on this side. And then I've got a couple of guitars over here. I've got my 05 SG over here in one of the cases, which is kind of cool. I did a lot of touring with this one back in the day. That's why the back's all smashed. Yeah. I hit it on, on a cymbal. I just, <laughs> just kind of cool. But. On purpose? Uh, definitely an accident. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the cymbals were fine. The guitar wasn't. They've definitely been through a lot. But yeah, it's small, but it works. You know, I don't need a big room. I'm, I'm a big fan of smaller rooms anyway. So it's it's nice to, you know, be able to to just kind of wake up and, you know, get to work and do whatever and make revisions. And then for final stuff, I'll just go down to EF and make some tweaks and then call it a day, you know? Yeah. So, nice. Dude, tell me that's Ric Flair in your shirt. This is Ric Flair on my shirt, literally. You know what I mean? Which is kind of funny because <laughs> I found it the other day and this was leftover. I guess, funny story, uh, when they were finishing up beer bongs at my old studios to work at, I was working night times, but in the daytime, I guess Rick actually came to the studio to do like some voiceover for post for the record. He was supposed to, I, I heard he was supposed to have like some commentary on there or something. Um, and he dropped off a bunch of merch and there was some left over. And I was like, I definitely need to grab one of these. That so, shirt is amazing. Thank you. I have another one somewhere <laughs> that has like, it says like woo on it or something. But, woo! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, and you know, embarrassing enough, I didn't grow up watching wrestling or anything. So I didn't really know. I knew who he was, but I didn't understand like the persona. But right. when I found out, I was just like, this guy's the best. He's you amazing. Um, embarrassingly, embarrassingly enough, I watch wrestling to this day. That's tough. <laughs> I think it's cool. I mean, I just never got into it. I, I, I was not in my household. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. That's sick. Um, yeah. It's crazy. I'm like obsessed with it. That's um, right. Bust out one of those guitars, man. I mean, I could give you a little. <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot or anything, but. Right here is more of a, a new one that I got. It's a green one. It's a yeah. Fender top. Um, there's only. That's sick, man. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's kind of ugly because it's got the bamboo print and it's got the, the tiki masks on the 12th fret. I don't think it's ugly at all. I love yeah, it. It's become kind of my uh, signature thing. And shout out to Jose Sr., Jose Zapata Sr., my drummer from Graveler's dad who works at Fender. He's, uh, you know, works pretty high up in the company. Um, you know, and he used to be a master builder for Fender and he built this one. Um, wow. it's, even on the back, you can see uh, where the uh, spring plate would go. There's no spring plate, there's no screw holes, which is kind of cool. So it's unique in that way. And that's kind of how he does all his personal guitars. He, he doesn't like the spring plate cover. So that was kind of cool. So he's like, we can add one if you want. And I was like, nah, that's the Jose senior way. So we, yeah. we keep it like that, it was kind of cool. So but, what difference does that make sound wise? Uh, does it or no? I, I just think that, you know, it, it, it just covers it so you don't get like a shirt or a buckle or something caught in it. Yeah. But I mean, just leave room for rock and roll. You know, don't worry about it too much. That's kind of why I think about it. But right. it's cool. It's cool, man. I mean, usually like I'm really OCD. I like to cover things up. But since that's kind of his, <laughs> he's like a dad to me. So I'm like, you know what? That's my tribute to Jose Sr. And, you know, there's like I said, this is a this is a collector's item. This one's there's only 35 made. This would be 30, wow. which is kind of cool. Um, as far as I understand. So I'm very thankful to have this one. And then a couple other ones. I've got a closet full of them too, but I don't, I can't access them. They're kind of a pack rat. <laughs> but this is kind of cool. I picked this up on, on the last oh, tour. Wow. 
this is just an American strap, but it's like a satin finish. I just like the natural wood. It's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, it's like a kitchen counter or something. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I don't have any traditional, like, just single coil strats. I don't usually do that. I, I feel like I, it's just not a part of my normal sound, but it's always good to have one. And this one sounds really good. Um, you know, it's just nice to have some variation. But uh, got a telly in the case. I've got a Les Paul around here, but my favorite one. I've got a 335 too, Gibson, but my favorite one and my main one is this one. Yeah. This is, this is like, you know, this is the black creation and there's, I've never found a picture of this. There's only three of these in the world, apparently. Wow. I was saying he built this one uh, by hand as well. And this is the, for, for me, for what I do, this is the best sounding playing. It's the tightest guitar. I mean, it's just like, it's so tight. Like when you play it, it's just so, so tight. I just, it's, it's my favorite. I'll play a little something if you want. Oh, but, fuck yeah. <laughs> What's that? I said shout out Amplitude 5. All let right, me, yeah, Amplitude 5. I have to do a video on it, but let's see. Let's see. It's usually pretty in tune. You know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go too far. I, I planned that much. <laughs> <laughs> that, it's just, it's such a tight, tight guitar. It's my favorite one. Yeah. But I've got another one just that's kind of out and around. Like I said, I've been messing around with Amplitude 5 a lot, which is really cool. I've been an Amplitude user for a long time, but this is the Gold Les Paul. One of my, wow. yeah, this is, I've always wanted a Les Paul and finally got one. And it sounds gold. Nothing quite like a Les Paul, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just going to load this bad boy back up. So, yeah. Well, well yeah. thank you, man. Thank you for the grand the grand tour there. And I'm, uh, I've got more. I've got a lot more guitars. I've got some other guitars in my mom's. I've got some in the closet. I've got some in my other closet. <laughs> so it's kind of like um, the Peanuts gang where you, the dude, they, they smash the piano and then he goes and grabs another one. Yeah. <laughs> what it feels like. <laughs> I'd be really upset if those guitars got smashed. So try to take care of them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what's Amplitude 5? So Amplitude 5 is a guitar software um, program for like modeling amps and stuff. And it models everything from the, the, the head, you know, like the amp heads I've got over here, cabinets, microphones, room sound. It's it's really cool. It's It's a great tool because, you know, as a guitar player, you know, being able to mic a cabinet in your house isn't always a doable thing. I mean, I used to do it, but I used to piss, you know, everybody off that would live in the house or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they've gotten really close. I mean, honestly, it, what it sounds like to me is it sounds like a guitar amp that's mic'd up in a studio. You know, if, if you're listening in the control room, that's what it sounds like to me. It's really cool. Right. The response is really good, you know, and it's just, it's an updated version of, of the long history that they have of, of the software, which is, which is really nice. And I've been going between that and also SoftTube's Amp Room. Amp Room is one of my favorites. It sounds amazing. Between those two, I mean, the, the, it's, it's crazy what you can do with software now that you couldn't do, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Studio Devil inside of Sonar in like 2008 or nine, and it just sounded like trash. So being able to like, Legit, I mean, I've recorded records with Amplitude. Like the last Gravel record was all amp simulators. It wasn't even real amps, you know? So right. it makes it very convenient, you know, especially when like for me on that last record, you know, I was working 16 hour days, no joke. And then coming home, staying up and, and recording guitars at night in my apartment. So it was like, you know, 
it really helps. So there's a little short insight to that, but yeah, it's really cool stuff. Absolutely. Um, so now when you're recording someone, whether they're new or someone you worked with before, you know, I like to think of what you do is you're like the paintbrush, right? Yeah. And the artist is the paint, even, I mean, as talented, as super talented as they are, yeah. you're, you're, you make the canvas essentially. Wow. I never thought of it. That was kind of so, cool. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I just made that up. <laughs> um, uh, so what would you say is like the main objective? I mean, besides obviously good quality sound, sure. what's something that you like, all right, this is it. Like I'm satisfied with how this came out. Like what, what takes you there? You know, honestly, it starts, it starts within the artist for me, you know, um, yeah. they have to believe in themselves and sometimes they don't, you know, it takes some time and, and, and that's, that's okay. And, and, you know, it doesn't mean you, you're not going to get good tracks if they don't believe in themselves. You can still, but there's something really, when you, you, you can hear an artist when they really believe what they're saying and what they're putting down mm-hmm. and they're really identifying with it, you know, that makes it easy. You know what I mean? Because then it's right. like, it's their truth. They're, they're speaking their truth. They're doing their thing. They're, they're one with their art, you know? And it's, it's, I mean, my job, I'm a medium at that point. I'm just kind of taking that. And like you said, just kind of putting that into the canvas and, and I don't have to do any extra color blending. It's, it's, you know, a very pure color. Do you know what I mean? Right. right. You know, I mean, also, you know, a good song arrangement too is crucial. You know, it's like those, that, that with, you know, that confidence, you can be confident and like tell your truth and all that great shit. But if the song in the arrangement sucks, it's all going to suck. So it's, it's, it's really a, a, you know, a symbiotic relationship between, you know, it, the, the arrangement, the production and their delivery. And I think just, you know, the, how honest they're willing to get with themselves and like kind of be just in the moment. I think that that's, it's a really hard thing to do these days, especially with young artists coming up, seeing, well, first of all, I'll start with like the environment of a studio now is, I feel like it's changed since the old days, but it's it's still the same. I mean, there is a lot of partying depending on the session going on and that can be distracting. Right. The level of which I think people in today's studios, some of them are trying to show the outside world what they're doing. You almost get caught up in like, oh, we're in the studio, like putting on the thing for Instagram and, you know, which is important too, but, you know, you can get distracted in that and forget, you know, that there's work to be done too, you know, so it's, Absolutely. you know, and then, and then you don't get a song done and then the, the, the A&Rs or the label are like, so what'd you all get done yesterday? And this is kind of, <laughs> well, um, I was ready, you know, that's like, you know, it, it, but I think, you know, just being, you know, um, just to try to circle back to the question. I mean, it's like, you know, just, it, it's easy when, when there's a little confidence, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it takes time. I mean, I, first time I recorded anybody, I sucked. You know, it was very, I was very nervous. I still get nervous, you know, because I care. But, you right. know, confidence from the artist makes things very, and just them having a, a clear identity of, of what they're doing, you know, and, and, uh, and um, being in the moment and not distracted by a cell phone. Or I think that's more the point I was trying to get to, you know, trying to focus, you know, so. Absolutely, man. So I got to say congratulations um, for Tyla Yue, uh, certified gold single. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Right, right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For the, the Tommy Lee. Yes. Thank you, sir. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. It was a lot of fun. You got the, you know? uh, the big gold record, right? I haven't ordered it yet. I have a few I need. 
but uh, that that one is very special to me. And, and Tyler and both posts, those guys are my friends and I, I love them very much. And, you know, that was a fun record. We cut that one in a hotel. I, there's some pictures wow. up, but it was funny. I got a call and they're like, yo, uh, come to the hotel. And I was like, all right, cool. Brought the speakers, brought the Gentle X, brought the, you know, the mics, everything. And we just did it. It was cool. And it came out. I mixed it the next day in the venue. I mixed Post's part in the venue, touched up Tyler's parts, and then boom, boom. Done, done. Yeah. So uh, what's new with Post? You know, it's on the next phase of things, you know. So right now he's working a lot with Louis Bell, which is good because we took all the songs that we had been working on. And, you know, it's, it's time for the next phase of production, which Louis Bell is a master at. You know, he's, he's uh, I mean, that guy is a, a beast and a friend, you know. Um, shout out Louis Bell. Great guy. Um, but it's, you know, it, every record reaches a point where it's like, all right, you've, you've cast the net, you've caught all the fish. Now it's time to make sure you're, 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 you're actually taking in the fish you want to keep. You know what I mean? So, um, it's, it's in the next, next level production. So it should be, you know, it's good. I can't say too much because of contract. I gotcha. No, I gotcha. <laughs> I'm trying to be eloquent about it. I'm just yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. but it's cool. Man. It's really cool. I heard some songs the other day, uh, you know, that we had cut and they sound really good. So awesome well i'm excited and uh sure a lot of people are excited so yeah man yeah it's cool you know it's like yeah after we came back from utah there was some studio stuff and i think too it's like you know the the beauty of of post situation is you know he's an established artist and he can take some time i know he really wants to get stuff out for people to listen to you know he, right. he i think he's really anxious but at the same time i think he's trying to live some life too and like you have to live a little bit of life to write about stuff because you know how you, you right over the course of a year, things change. So, you know, you might need to live a little bit to get a story to do a song, you know? So it's like, I'm not saying like you need to force yourself into some sort of, you know, situation to, you know, and that's masochism right there, but you just <laughs> get some ideas, you know, like you, you breathe a little bit, let the, let the record, you know, breathe a little bit. So they're, they're, they're wrapping it up. It's cool. You know? Sure. So. Very good. Uh, can we expect any more live streams like the Nirvana? I don't know. On, on New Year's Eve, which was really cool. Um, I, I haven't heard anything, you know, I, I still, I, I'm dying to play a show still, you know, yeah. I've been talking to, to my friends and my dudes in Graveler, you know, we're, we're taught, we're, we're all dads and stuff with the exception of Nate and Brian and Jose. So just two of us are dads, never mind. Um, but you know, we're just trying to have some fun and, and, you know, but, um, live streams, I don't think so. Nothing that I've heard of, but I, I'm sure. I mean, Ian and, and Golden, those guys have been doing a lot of live streams. I mean, I'm sure that'll that'll happen. It's a little different than like the Nirvana thing, but you know, definitely, definitely more live streams. I can promise that. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, definitely looking forward to that. Um, what else? Anything else you got coming up in the pipeline? Or like I've been so boring. I've literally put my head down and worked. <laughs> I've been working a lot more with some indie artists too, which is kind of nice. I kind of really enjoy that part about the end of the year because I can my schedule's a little more open, things slow down a little bit, you know, the, the, the LA music industry kind of find the water finds its level. It kind of chills out. So right. you know, I, up to, I actually had somebody reach out to me via your show and they're like, Hey, I saw you on this podcast, you know, no way. Get a mix. I was like, that's fucking sick. Sure. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to, to work with them, you know, a little bit more. That'd be a lot of fun. And just, just independent artists, man. I, I feel like that's a really grounding experience and I'll work with anybody, you know, it's not a money thing for me, you know, obviously it's not free, but like, you know, I, I just like to make great music. You never, and you never know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's a very grounding thing for me. So, you know, what's next this year is, you know, more audio production for Ian. I love Ian. He's, he's such a great guy. One of the nicest, most kind people, um, Ian Dior. He's just so nice. 
Um, so myself and Daniel Engen, studio uh, director, we're going to be doing audio production for that. Uh, his live shows, you know, uh, making sure his live playbacks right, live live uh, uh, broadcast mixing, you know, uh, I'll be doing all that for him and more. Uh, I'm sure more for 24 as well. Um, and then you know, looking to build some studios. Hopefully, you know, uh, the company is expanding. I can't say too much, but you know, um, always, I, I really love building rooms. You know, wiring studios up and you know, that, that's a passion of mine too. And that that's definitely, I think, probably later on this year, but that's something that, you know, I'm really itching to do. I've got a whole tech bag and stuff full of soldering irons and stuff, and I I'm, I'm want to get using it. You know, it's been a little bit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now, do you just do the wiring or like, would you set up soundproofing and things like that as well? I don't do the general contracting and, and that's for multiple reasons. I mean, I just don't have the construction background for that. Right. But you know, conceptually between myself and Danielle, you know, she has a, a, a lengthy experience in studios. She used to work at the village. She managed 301 studios, 301 in Australia. Um, she, she, and she knows what a good studio is like just from the aesthetics, from the smell of the rooms. I mean, like the, the candles have to be right. The, <laughs> the Palo Santo, you know, uh, and that includes the, the treatment, um, you know, and, and the gear, I mean, between both of us, you know, designing the, overall experience and the, you know, I'll integrate all the gear and wire the gear up and put it in and pick out the gear and, and, you know, the signal flow of things. I design all that, but the general contracting and, you know, the acoustic stuff, uh, it's definitely at the level that we're, you know, trying to provide for our clients. It's always important to consult just as like an artist would, con you know, consult the best mixer that they can for their project or someone they feel like is the right. best. It's always important to, you know, consult with people, you know, for that certain job you know however i i also on the side i do i do con consultation too I, I i go to my friends and i i give them advice about their studios and things like that too so right but you know, that's a broad stroke thing but when it comes to actually like closing the deal you want to loop somebody in who like that's their passion like they love acoustics yeah there's a science to it, it it's math it is science it yeah is math. it is science and i remember sitting in school and i remember the first equation it was like a a, a the the, the rate at which reverb, you know, decays over a space. I was just like, uh, I don't want to do this. It, you know, I hate math, but yeah, <laughs> on paper, but you know, it's, you know, there's, we, we have a team of people that we trust and, and, you know, and, and like I said, she's extremely experienced, you know, I've, I've definitely experienced, put my time in and, you know, I think there's some very special things to be made in the future, you know, and also mobile studios too. That's one of our passions and things that we do. The mobile rig we, we designed for post and I wired up and everything that that's a, a beauty it's very heavy and expensive and it's big <laughs> but you know things from that size all the way down to smaller micro rigs for you know our uh, our clients on the management side of things to to take to their houses or anything too we're, we're we're constantly just trying to make put music in people's whatever environment it is and make it the best it can be premium you know sure, what I mean? so, sure. So, a, lot, a lot of exciting things I can't say too much and I might have said too much already but you know yeah I don't care. I'll rock with <laughs> the consequences, man. I'm sorry. I don't have it. At least I don't think. I don't think. I don't think so. You know, um, I got to say, I'm very excited to hear someone heard you on my show. Yeah. And like, that's I, that's what I love about this whole thing is that yeah. like, you just make these little connections and like, we even. I, I love it, you know? dude. Yeah. I was amped, I was amped too, because I was like, that's so sick. They actually found <laughs> on this site called Sound Better which is something I've been doing to kind of just reach out to like, you know, indie clients and stuff. And like I said, it's grounding and, it, and it's nice to just kind of, you know, it helps me remember why I started and it just, it, it's very, 
it's cool. But anyway, so that site is like, you can basically, people can see your portfolio you've worked on and they can hire you for a job. And this dude's like, yeah, hey, I found you on uh, the Hell Yeah fucking podcast. Loved it. Uh, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. That's, <laughs> you know, so. Wow. And I, that made me stoked on the show and it made me just kind of like, I don't know, it's like you said, it's crazy how things are still connected, you know? Yeah, man. You know, I'm starting to get, um, I've only been doing this since September, you know? And I'm yeah. now starting to get like, people emailing me that they've heard the show that I've never, I've never met them yeah. uh, like PR firms and things like that yeah. have their artists on. And I'm like, wow, what the fuck? Yes, you know, yeah. like I got, um, I got an email the other day and it's already set up. Uh, I have this woman coming on the show who's worked with Eminem. She's really? worked with, she's worked with Dolly Parton. Amazing. Happy belated by the way. Yeah. 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 Happy, <laughs> happy belated birthday. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you got a cool platform, man. And you, yeah. like, right back at you, uh, you know, you're you're nice and down to earth and you make people feel comfortable. And, you know, I, I've really been looking forward to coming on and just talking with you and just catching up, you know. And Thank you so much, man. I'm so happy to hear that, dude. I mean, and it, anything <laughs> I can do to help promote the show, I will. Obviously, I'll do a post about it and everything. And Yeah, yeah. That, that's so cool, dude. Thank Are you so much. Are you still on Long, Long Island out there? Still on Long Island. I'm in my freezing garage. Um, so I built, you can see this pipe behind me. Yes. Um, so I'm building a room inside of this room so nice. I can warm, so I can warm it. This garage is very high ceiling Yeah. And it's just cold in here. Nice. So I'm waiting for the guy. He's actually kind of does soundproofing. He's nice. He's going to set up like, uh, it's not going to be soundproof, but it's going to be like these kind of drapes around here and we're going to put a roof on top That's cool. and make it a little warmer in here. Honestly, uh, so so I'm under construction right now. This is what it's supposed to look like. I think it looks cool. And dude, honestly, drapes go a long way for like sound control. I mean, like just heavy. Drapes. Yeah, yeah. And that the, when I first started in, you know, interning at a studio, there was like the ISO booth had just red curtains in it. I was just like, what? And I mean, it was a little boxy around 500 hertz. You could just notch it out. But I mean, I was like, just curtains, huh? So I mean, you could literally turn. I mean, there's so there's no rules anymore. I mean, right. Mood was, you know that song Mood, right? That Ian Dior song, that song? It's oh, like, yes. Yeah. Okay. That, they recorded that in their house, you know? Right. Just hanging out. So, yeah. I mean, the rules. So, I mean, once you get all that stuff in, that's going to be so sick. You know, I'm very excited. I think it's it's going to be happening this week, hopefully. That's right. Um, and I'm really looking forward to that because it's, it's not that cold right now. It's like, I want to say it's like 50, 45, 50 degrees outside. Okay. Yeah, but that the temperature that is outside is pretty much what it is in here. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty frigid. And do you have like yeah. the concrete floors too? Like it's it's the it's just a concrete floor, and all the you know cold comes up from it. I have a heater, but wow. it's it's being distributed. It's not me. It's not staying anywhere. You so, know, the heat. You know what I mean? A bad person. I'm literally barefoot right now, and I I have I have conditioning <laughs> on. So well, what, yeah, you're in Cali, man. What's what's the temp temperature out there? I think it's like. It, I, I'm, I'm always, I always want the AC on. So I think it's probably, I mean, I don't know, but it, it feels like it's close to 80 here. I don't know Ugh. if that, I might be out of my mind, but just, just for. Nick, you're killing me, Nick. I know. Let me see. It's <laughs> So right here, it is 75, uh, but it's 75. So. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous because okay. I can bring up mine here. Let's see. I may, I may be even, you know, lying about the four let's let's see oh shit <laughs> there we go can you say it gee 
I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I've, I've grown up surfing, you know, I might've mentioned before, but you know, a couple of winters ago, we went in the water in the winter time, not one of my favorite activities, but there was some stuff to surf and it was like 34 degrees in the water. That was one of the, my head hurt like never before. I've never had that in my entire life, but that was fun. So yeah, that's the cold that we get around here. <laughs> yeah, out of the water in the wintertime, it's, it's basically like a junior summer. You know, it was 80 right. degrees. So it's like. It's well, have you ever lived somewhere where the temp, when the seasons change? Mm -mm. You lucky I bastard. <laughs> I know. I'm so lucky because my mom is from Michigan, the McMullen family is from Michigan, you know. Obviously, there's some immigration that happened, you know, but settled in, in the Michigan area. And my mom moved out in the 80s, I think mid 80s or something like that, maybe early 80s, probably early 80s or late 70s. I don't know. I wasn't there. But no, she moved out and I'm here and I've lived here. I've been so lucky. And she moved out to Orange County, actually, from Michigan. And yeah, I'm thanks to her. I haven't had to suffer the cold. But I will say this. Uh, traveling, I've done a lot of traveling and, you know, I've definitely spent some time in the cold. But the good news is I could always leave. So I'm, for that, I'm grateful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, I've lived here. My, I lived on the East Coast my whole life. Yeah. Um, and you know, everyone, I always tell people, I'm like, I just want to go somewhere where it's like, what that temperature on your phone right there, 75 degrees. That's yeah. like my dream temperature. It's nice. Um, and now they're, they're like, now you're gonna miss the seasons. I'm like, I'm not gonna miss the fucking seasons. That that is one thing. <laughs> I can see it. It gets a little weird around Christmas time when. It, it feels like yeah but the fall i do like the fall there's definitely a difference in like the lighting and stuff i i don't think it's as awful as some people think but i guess if, if you're used to that if you move and you're used to that drastic thing that could be something but i i love california i mean i just woke up today and i was like this is so nice and just you know <laughs> and it's, it's just it's you know there's a lot of great places that people feel the exact same way but you know I, it's just it's so nice to be able to be close to the water and then to be able to go to work and yeah. you know I'm out here. I don't know. It's just nice. I'm just thankful to be alive, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and don't get me wrong. The summers are nice here, you know, but it's yeah. short. It's like, it's like three months and you, yeah. that's it. It's what you get. And you know, I was out there in the fall. It was really beautiful. We I'd never been to the Hamptons before and, and I'm not, I'm not fancy, but I was out there on a record or whatever. And it was beautiful, man. It was one of the most lush places I've ever seen really, you know, the Hamptons is, the Hamptons is beautiful. Very nice. And then Long Island itself, too, is very nice. And yeah. I mean, what was it? Straight from the Path is from out there, too? You ever heard of them? Straight Are, from the Path. Yeah, they're sick. Straight from the Path. Very sick band. They're very cool. I got to uh, check that out. They're angry as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. They're great. Um, I don't know them personally. Would love to. Um, shout out. But uh, yeah, they're from out there. But no, when I was there, I was like, this is actually like kind of cool. And I, I do like how it's outside of New York City. I don't particularly like New York City. No offense. I know no, that, none. None taken. Offensive shit ever. And like I say that sometimes, I'm careful what I say it around, but I'm just not that big of a fan. It's too much. It's just, I don't know. It's not my thing. But um, I think if I was to, had to move to New York, I'd probably try to look at some place around out where you're at. It seems yeah. like kind of just like, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the city. I go, you know, I haven't been this year, this past year, yeah. just because of whatever, everything that's going on. Yeah. But, when, but when we go, we go and we go home. We we stay. Yeah. We go do what we have to do. If we're going to a show or whatever, and then we go yeah. home. I, I can't walk around. And it's just too much. How far Way are you much. out of the city? Uh, <clears throat> I can drive there in like 
an hour and 15 minutes with no traffic. Yeah. That's literally how far away I, it's about what, 60, probably not 60 miles, about 60 miles. Yeah. That's le legitimately Riverside to LA where I used to live when I was like an intern. I worked for two years for free. I used to drive 65 miles each way. So that, that's honestly, <laughs> yeah, it was dumb. I, it was worth it, I guess. <laughs> Paid yeah, off. I would do it, dude. I would, I mean, damn, that sounds, if, you know, I love the, the West Coast if I had to. I would I will consult you and we'll go house shopping. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And if you're ever out here, let me know, man. We can uh, we can go grab a we can go grab a Topo, Topo Chico. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll just I, uh, I was for a turnaround like quick, like less than twenty-four hours or about twenty-four hours actually. Um, with Golden last week, literally landed, spent the night, woke up. Uh, did the Hulu, there's like a Hulu show. He's doing like a, a live performance and then um, uh, and then went home, you know? So otherwise there was any more time. If I had a day off, I was going to be like, she thought about it. I was like, should I? So it's quarantine yeah. anyways, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah. Um, yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say it again because I'm looking for a sponsor. You know, I that's my next step here. That's my next like big thing I have to conquer. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea i'm telling you I, I i'm a big fan and like i said you know i just think the ritual too of having a drink i liked a lot because it's like something to do it's like you make a drink da, 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 you know so the ice the drink then the lemon juice i'm telling you man give it a shot it's really good oh, i'm definitely gonna give it a shot man i gotta go get some more we only bought one because we didn't know if we were gonna like it you don't know if you it's an investment <laughs> but i love it it's good it's 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 very carbonated you know it's very. like if you, you've had perrier before yeah if you have that after this, not that it's not good or not as good, but if you have it, it tastes so, it's like underwhelming almost. It's like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, this has got a lot of fizz. <laughs> I love it. I'm about it. I'm about it. It's very good, man. Very good. Energy. If you talk to Tapo Chico, have them call Five Hour Energy and let them know that they need to get in touch with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very important agenda I have to fill out this year. So funny. Post is like, do you want me to reach out to them for you? I was like, no, nah, it's cool. It's all good. And I really regret saying, no, nah, it's all good. Oh, man, if anyone can, you know. I, I was like, damn, that was my opportunity. Oh, well. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, man, this was great. It was fun, man. It was great catching up with you again. I, I really appreciate everything you're doing. Thanks for having me on the show. First and foremost, you know, it's always nice to just sit down with nice, genuine people. You know, you're trying to, you're, you're doing something that's, you know, I think really nice. And it's just nice to chat, you know, especially in times like this, you know, I had a conversation with a friend the other day so how often do we get to sit down and like really you know just shoot the breeze you know what i mean it's right. just like, it's just it's it's nice so i appreciate you bro thank you so much dude well no i appreciate you man thank you and uh anytime man we'll do round three round four round five just keep it going hit me up next week no anytime you want <laughs> I'm able to make time it's it's always good you know maybe i'll try to get some more excitement going on in my life i just realized i'm like man i've just been head down i was like oh my god you know what I mean? You don't realize how like focused you. Are. I'll try to go like on a trip or something. Come back with some stories, maybe. I don't know. We'll right. See. Maybe I'll get a tan. I don't know. That's maybe. the thing, man. You know, it's especially over this past year. It's no one. Nobody's <laughs> doing anything. Nobody's doing anything. You know. Yeah, I know. It's it. I'll tell you, it is it is wild. But you know, I'm I'm still I'm thankful to be here. Can't wait till next time. Always. And if there's anything I can do to help you too, let me know. I'm I'm gonna share it and everything. And and you know, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. And uh, we'll talk soon, man. Let's keep uh keep drinking this Tapo Chico here. And hey, cheers, cheers, <laughs> cheers on that. Cheers, note. man. Yeah. Thank you so much.
Hell fucking yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Yes, sir. Rad, man. And like I said, anytime, just hit me up. And and congratulations on all the attention too you're getting. You Thank know, you. just one of the most nice down earth dudes I know. And and you know, um, just anything I can do, let me know. Thank Sound you good? so much, man. I really appreciate you. Party on, dude. I'll see you later. All right, man. Later, Thank Nick. Bye bye.